بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Ramadan Kareem to the dear brothers and sisters listening I hope that the fasting is going well and Allah accepts our worships and ibadat in this dear month there's a famous hadith um, that says that some people only all they gain from fasting is the hunger and the thirst I want to talk about this a little bit inshallah today why is it that the the hadith says that all they take from the fast is the hunger and the thirst? Some of us sometimes might think that that's the main purpose for us to become hungry and thirsty. And this way we are proving our loyalty and obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that doesn't seem to be the case when one uh, looks into other literatures and Islamic hadith regarding the fast. One of those being this one, this hadith that I just mentioned. This hadith looks like and implies that the imam is scolding or the prophet is scolding the ones who only gain hunger and thirst from the fast, as if there is something more to it. Having said that, let's put that on the side. Let me talk about something else and then we'll come back to this now. As an introduction, I'm going to have to say something and then we'll conclude regarding this hadith that I just talked about. Introduction goes like this, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created us for a purpose. He himself says in the Quran, there's a purpose in creation. And that is that, so that people will obey me. I created you, O man, O jinn. I created you so that you may obey me. That's all I want from your creation, your obedience. And of course, it's not the ultimate goal in, in creation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't need our obedience. He says, I created you for obedience because He knows that once the obedience is taken care of, all the good stuff will come after that. And it will lead to ma'rifatullah. It will lead to proximity of Allah and all the eternal pleasures that come with it and so on. So those are the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate goal, of course. But it's not going to happen except through obedience of, of Allah. And that's why the verse says, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ I created you only to obey me. So this is the purpose of creation. According to this verse. Okay. Now going back to that hadith, that some people only take away hunger and thirst from the fast. We have this hadith and we have that verse. We have another verse now. Um, that hadith is like one island. The verse وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ is another island as if now we want to connect these two islands together through another verse of the Qur'an and that is the very famous verse of the of fasting where it says أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهُ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ يَا أَيُّهُ الَّذِينَ أَمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Oh, you who believe, fasting was made incumbent on you the same way it was on those before you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may be of those who have taqwa, those of you who have piety. What is meant by taqwa? What is meant by taqwa is to refrain from all the things that Allah has made haram 
and to make sure that you perform all the wajib acts that Allah has made wajib. Some people think that they have, they've taken care of all the wajibat and all the muharramat, but they haven't. Uh, they think they have. They some people think that it's all it's it's all about fasting and salat and and I don't know homes zakat these things, but they forget other things, the social t- uh, rulings of Islam. Uh, with non-mahram, for example, at home, when they get angry, if they say something that hurts the feeling of their spouse, that's part of taqwa. And so on. There's many examples. So we have to learn what those wajib acts are. We have to learn what the haram acts are. And obey Allah regarding each and every one of them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through this verse is letting us know, this is the reason why I have made made fasting wajib on you. So that you may attain piety and achieve this goal. Okay, so through this verse now, we've connected these two islands that I was talking about. The first being the hadith that says some people only take away from the fast hunger and thirst. And the hadith is scolding those who do such. And that's one island. Another island being The verse that says the purpose of creation is for for a man to be obedient and the jinn to be obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How is this, this connection made between this verse that I just said and that hadith? Um, this connection is made through this verse that I, the, through the verse that says fasting is to attain taqwa. What does that mean? That means that that when the hadith says um, it is it's as if the hadith is saying it is bad if you only take away hunger and thirst. So what am I supposed to take away from it? Oh hadith, the hadith doesn't say. Or this part of the hadith doesn't say. But when we look at that verse, كُتَبْ عَلَيْكُمُ السِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتَبْ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ It says what you should be taking away from the fast is taqwa. And taqwa meaning obedience of Allah in the wajib and the haram. What does that mean? That means you should be taking away the purpose of creation from the fast. So I don't know if I was able to get this across to the dear brothers and sisters listening. We have a hadith that says hunger and thirst is not what you're supposed to take away from it. Yes, it's a means of taking away something else. What is that something else? That something else is the purpose of creation. You should be taking that away from the fast. How do we know this? Through the another verse that says, All the way till, The reason why we made it wajib on you to fast is so that you may be of the pious, of the muttaqeen, of those who are obedient to Allah. In other words, so the fast was set on you so that you take away obedience which is the purpose of creation okay so if we are getting taqwa out of the fast then we have attained the ultimate goal of the fast if not we're just taking away hunger and thirst but how do we take away taqwa from the fast well Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he makes even halal things haram on us which is eating and drinking and we're able to exercise our willpower this much in this month we get to know how strong we actually are this 
and when you when you're hungry when you're thirsty you you're not inclined towards sinning towards disobedience of Allah towards committing haram acts as much as you would be if you were full this is a good excuse for us it prepares our bodies for us to be more obedient individuals so that outside of Ramadan throughout the year because of the spiritual training we've undergone because of the exercising of our willpower that we have experienced in this month we're able to uh, observe taqwa throughout the year inshallah and that's why when in, uh, in the famous khutbah of sha'baniyah that the prophet delivered the famous sermon he delivered before the arrival of ramadan the prophet says there he, that that this month is the best of months and its days are the best of days and moments are the best of moments, etc. In the end of the khutbah, Imam Ali stands up and asks the Prophet, O Prophet of Allah, this is the best month of months, this is the best of it has the best moments of moments and so on. Can you tell us what the best thing we can do is in this month? What does the Prophet answer him? The Prophet doesn't answer with these a'mal, those a'mal. The Prophet says, If you want to do the best of actions in this month, this month is the month to stay away from those things Allah has made haram on you. Why? Makes perfect sense after that introduction that I gave. Because that's the purpose of creation, staying away from the harams, being obedient to Allah, having taqwa. If you are able to take away from Ramadan, as the Prophet says, that means you have taken away the purpose of creation using this month. Inshallah, this month is an excuse for us to secure the purpose of creation and to keep it throughout the year. Inshallah, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us that. To-